2: I said something that was kind of politically correct. I told
1: told y'all I didn't vote, right? But I didn't tell you, I guess I told you. But if I would have voted, I would have voted on Trump. I miss the old Kanye, straight from the gold Kanye. Chop up the soul Kanye, set on his goals Kanye. I hate the new Kanye, the bad mood Kanye, the always rude Kanye, in the news Kanye. I used to love Kanye. I even had the pink polo, I thought I was Kanye. What if Kanye made a song about Kanye, Call I miss the old Kanye. Man, I be so Kanye, that's all it was Kanye. We still love Kanye, and I love you like Kanye loves Kanye.
2: T-H-E-C-O-R-N-E-R. Terms and conditions apply.
1: What up, everybody? Once again, shout out to the
2: sponsors, Casper Mattresses,
1: always keeping us nice and soft when we sleep. Welcome to another episode of The Corner Podcast. I'm Kel Dansby, of course, here with Andreas Hale. And today we got a super short show for you. Um, Don't worry, we're going to make it up in the coming weeks. But I got my ass kicked by the flu. The past couple of days, I can barely talk, and so we got to make this one short this week. This is a good week to have a short show, but we're going to pack everything in to about 40 minutes for you, so please stay with us. We're going to cover everything from boxing, hip-hop, MMA, you name it. Andreas, say what's up to the people. Hi. (laughs) He's much more cheery today than he was when we left off on the last show. Um, We'll see how long that lasts, because first thing we got to talk about is... Five mics, Kanye West, You see, it with your boy Donald Trump. It, it didn't last long, man. We gotta do uh,
0: it to
1: you. Uh, it's all my, your fault, yo. You gave him five mics, and he lost his damn mind.
2: This isn't my fault. Look, I mean, I'm actually in the middle of writing a piece on two dope boys about um, J Cole was right. He's a false prophet, and it's not Kanye's fault. It's our fault. Kanye has been he has been yearning for the validation of white folks since he got on the scene. If you listen to how much he talked about Ralph and Hermes and like all these white designers and, and all of his rich white friends, like all Kanye's ever talked about was white people. Why wouldn't he be friends with a white billionaire? So like people are surprised. I'm not really, I'm surprised because you know, he's it's come a long way since George Bush doesn't care about black people to this, but this is Kanye man. And, and even then, like, uh, we put a lot of stock in Kanye saying George Bush doesn't care about black people, but he never followed it up with nothing. He said those words, and th- that was kind of it. There was nothing else really said after that. So, I'm not saying that Kanye doesn't care about black people, but I think Kanye cares about his money and his status and his white friends more than he cares about anything else. So, him hanging out with Trump, so be it. Whatever.
1: No, nah, no, nah, whatever. We can't let him slide off that shit. Like, Kanye, this isn't the Kanye that made Jesus walks. This isn't that guy. I don't know what happened to that guy. Ghost riders aside, I know those guys aren't with him. But still, like, at one point, he still understood what it was like to be a normal person. He got money. Yeah, he lost all those sensibilities.
2: Yeah, he got money. I mean, you know, like, he said it himself. Gonna leave your ass for a white girl. Like, dude, he epitomized, like, everything that Kanye aspired to be was there. You know, he just liked good music, and I think a lot of us tend to fool musical genius, is what we thought Kanye was, with real genius. Like, you could be great at music and be a dumbass in real life. (laughs) And like, I've never had a chance to interview Kanye or speak to the man, but he never struck me as like a super intelligent guy. And I think I've written it a lot of times. He's never struck me as like this this super deep, intelligent dude. So, you know, what has happened is, is who he wanted to be just manifested itself. Like, his obsession with, like, with designer clothing, his obsession with rich white people, like—and don't get me wrong, it's not it's not necessarily—they just happen to be white. I think he's just obsessed with rich people, but they just really happen to be white, so that's why he hangs out with foreigners and shit like that. Like, it's all manifested itself to what it is today. I mean, look at him. I mean, he's dating a Kardashian, and, and granted, all of this has to be blamed on his mother passing. Like, a lot of people blame it on that, and I think his mother was his buffer and his filter— like, when Kanye would step out of bounds, mom would be like, yo, I'm your black mother. Like, yeah, dude, yeah. do you remember like who you man. are? Yeah. Yeah. Now he doesn't have that filter. He doesn't have that buffer to to check him when he's getting out of line. And it's unfortunate. But it's Kanye to who he is today. Like, I don't give the man a pass. Like, I was through with Kanye when Yeezus dropped. I'm done. Like, I, th- I have no faith in Kanye. He's blonde. Trump,
1: well, as soon as you go blonde, you got some problems.
2: Yeah. I mean, ask Chris Brown. Like, a lot of these dudes, it's just... You know, you know, and people was like, "Oh, was the mental health issues?" No, you could be a douchebag. Like mental health issues don't make you a douchebag. You could be a douchebag without mental. They're not mutually related to each other. Like not in that sense. Like if you're depressed and you're a shithead, like sometimes you're just a shithead, whether you're depressed or not. You know, like we put a lot of mental health issues, which is true. Like we should pay attention to them, but that doesn't mean that you get a pass for being an idiot. And you know, Kanye's a He's, he's, not the brightest, he's just not the brightest bulb in the room, man. Like, <laughs> he's talking about multicultural issues. No, you need to be talking about black issues. Not multicultural issues, black issues. So, there's that.
1: Nah, he's the ultra, ultimate culture vulture. And right now, Trump is hot. So, he had to hump hop on that bandwagon real quick. Hump, um, hop, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it. he's humping something. Lord knows what they did in that meeting. Um, But it's crazy that other people went to that meeting, too. Jim Brown, Ray Lewis... We
2: hear the names and we're just like, what? Yo, it's a lot of folks that would be like, oh, give Trump a chance, and it's like, yo, he's not having. He like he's avoiding certain meetings to meet with these people. It's not like Jim Brown's going to come in there and change Donald Trump's agenda. And I'm really like, I, I'll just say it. I'm disappointed in Jim Brown. Like people say, well, maybe you know, give him a chance. I don't. I don't give people like Trump a chance. I just don't. You know what? His campaign was fueled through hate retort. So I'm I'm cool. I'm giving this man a chance. Like, you know, like y'all want to meet with him? You think something's going to change? Like, it's it's just not. Just be prepared, folks. We got eight years of Trump coming. People think he's going to be out of here in four. I'm telling you, this cat is about to get reelected. Sorry. Eight years I is hate. deep. Eight years is a long time, my brother. A long time. Man, we 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 look at how bad it is. But when Al Gore was robbed by George Bush, we people said the same thing. <laughs> oh man, we're going to get Bush out of here in four. He killed John Kerry in the in, in the second time. And got reelected. So, and we everybody knew Bush was an idiot. And and like, dude, 9 11 happened on his watch. Hurricane Katrina happened on his watch. Like a lot of things happened on bush watch, and he got reelected. Democrats don't have a strong enough candidate to unseat Trump and turn those radical white people around. It's just not happening.
1: It's a crazy day. Kanye'll be happy as hell for the next eight years. Mm-hmm. Um, Kanye for twenty twenty. No, he's gonna push, he's that push that back, right? 2024
2: now. Yeah, dude. Kanye, I mean, obviously, if Trump can run, Kanye could run, but there's no way I would ever vote for Kanye West. No. Ever. White
1: people won't vote for him now. White people won't vote for him. He got no shot. Ch- no shot. No shot at all. Uh, funny to think about it, though. Uh, let's talk about something that actually makes sense UFC. UFC to await. Well, I lied to you, my man. It still doesn't make sense. 208, the card is trickling out now. At the top, they're finally creating the women's featherweight championship, and there's no cyborg to be found. I I don't understand it. I've been looking for someone to explain this to me, because when I talk about it so far, I seem like, you know, Conspiracy Brother from Undercover Brother. And I'm trying not to be that guy. But I don't see... Any other way that it makes sense for Holly Holm to come off of two straight losses and get a title shot as the face of a division? I don't understand it. When she was just talking a week ago about not fighting Cyborg unless it was a catchweight, but today she'll fight at 145. I don't understand it. I-, I think it's the jig is clear in the sky, and the shot for Ronda to be a two-division champion is happening sooner more than later. I think other oh. people think I'm crazy, but I, I see I see the setup, the Ronda Holly home rematch talk, the Ronda's going to now take Holly's belt because Holly took Ronda's belt. Redemption, only other person to do it at the same time was Connor, and then she, as we saw in Connor, one has to be vacated. She gives up 145, and Cyborg fights anyone for the belt without Ronda ever having to touch Cyborg and becoming a Simultaneous two vision champion, first woman ever.
2: Am I yeah, crazy? I uh, I kinda. I don't think that's gonna happen. I think it's more whatever Dana has with Cyborg and his his complete misunderstanding of, of how Cyborg's body works. Um, you know, the, she turned down two fights and her reasons for turning them down were due to time and her getting down to one forty damn near killed her, but she did it and. The, what I don't understand is why the UFC was unwilling. If she said she could fight past March and she can make 145 in March and, you know, Dana's like, well, you know, she said she can make 145. Well, her body can't make it. So and sh- she's obviously the most gifted female athlete in MMA right now. You wait. You let her come in in March because she's, she's been fighting for virtually nothing.
1: Yeah, it's one year. I mean, one
2: month, excuse me, right. one month. Like, You figure it out, but they, they want to put something in Barclays. They want to make sure Barclays has a big moment, which would be – this would be the big moment. But, dude, it's a paper champion. It's another paper champion is all it is because what's going to happen if Holly Holm wins – and that's not even no guarantee because Jermaine is not bad. You know, he's she, not bad at all. You know, those Dutch kickboxers are something else. And – regardless of who wins, they're gonna have to face Cyborg. I don't I don't see there's no way that Cyborg doesn't get a crack I, at their title first. I fear she no gets way.
1: Khabibed. I fear that there's
2: there's absolutely he lets
1: Rhonda pull a McGregor and say that the two division chance comes before Cyborg even if she's waiting.
2: I, dude, that, it that that makes no sense but I
1: feel like the it's coming.
2: It, I don't think I don't think you can I don't think you can do that. That because it's a difference between Khabib, who's never been the champion, and Cyborg, who is the one hundred and forty five champion of Invicta, and hasn't lost since what her first fight. Khabib, Khabib hasn't lost. Yeah, but Khabib's never been champ, and Khabib's been injured. They, like you can make excuses for why Khabib didn't get a title shot. There's there's really no excuse for Cyborg. None. None. She I came. The, there's no way that you can bypass her. Again, like you already bypassed her to have a because it's, it's a paper champ. I don't care what. If Holly wins, she's a paper champ. She's this coming This is over damn near
1: the interim champion.
2: This, this is worse than the interim champion. This is like literally it should be a piece of paper champion. This, it's written. It says reserved for cyborg. That's what it should say. Like this, this title means nothing. This, this title means nothing. I don't, I don't care what they say. It's opening up a new division. They could have waited, man. This is so disrespectful to cyborg. Whether you like her or not. Whether you think she's juicing or not, she's never like she's she's not busted. She's competing like John Jones has been busted, Brock Lesnar's been busted, Leota Machida's been busted, Yoel Yo, Romero like these people have been busted. Cyborg, if she's fighting uh, and she's getting tested by USADA and she's passing and she's cutting to one forty for you, just quit disrespecting that woman. Cut it
1: out. Put some respect on her name,
2: real quick. For real. And, cause shit, don't let Cyborg run up in Dana's office and drag his ass, because that's what's going to happen next. He
1: don't want those hands. Nah. Yeah, I am I mean, Cyborg took it in stride. She she posted a real good Instagram post, you know, saying that she's just happy that they finally opened a division. She's perfectly fine waiting her turn, because I feel like she feels she's going to watch whoever's there. She knows it. So she, she's okay. Holly Holm, and he, she doesn't care who's there. Even though Holly... If healthier at a 145, that's an intriguing matchup because um, Holly is defensive to Cyborg's offensive. But even then, I'm still picking Cyborg because I'm not picking against her.
2: No, nah, you're not. I mean, nobody's really picking against Cyborg. Ever since Ronda Rousey's loss, people Just have been reminded how good Cyborg is. The
1: money of a Ronda Rousey-Holly home rematch. And we've seen this entire Ronda Rousey title push for 207 – is built off of her redemption.
2: Yeah, of course.
1: They don't even show Amanda. So imagine another push like this. Another Rousey... One, once again, this is also very dependent on Rousey beating Amanda, which I said last week, I, I'm not sure. I don't have confidence in that yet. So yeah, I do, but, I'm, I'm still putting a lot of stake into that happening. Um, but if it does, I wouldn't be surprised. The, the close proximity of these fights... Dana, why can't you wait another month? What, are you trying to set up Ronda's next opponent close to her? Like, there's... Why... There's so many coincidences that I just can't believe it. Why Holly Holm? So many other women have fought at 145 previously. So many other women aren't on a two-fight losing streak.
2: Yeah, but they're not recognizable names like Holly Holm. So there's that. I mean, Holly had the one big
1: fight. Holly was recognizable off one big fight.
2: Yeah, that's all that matters.
1: And this like, and this can't be the headliner, by the way.
2: No, so if they have think it's done.
1: That, so he's reaching for a really good co-main.
2: Like this, this is the co-main. This isn't going to be the main event. This will be the co-main. I, I can almost guarantee you that this won't be the the main event on this card. They Not for Barkley. The damn,
1: damn I, there's no explaining it. Um. <laughs> I, we have to see how it turns out. But if Ronda wins and Holly wins, I, I just feel like the jig the jig is ready. Um and at this point, Dana does what Dana wants. So Cyborg can threaten, she can say she's not gonna fight, she can pull an Aldo, whatever it is, she'll have to wait her turn if Dana decides so. And yeah. I, I I expect it. Um UFC two oh six recap though. We had that last week. Let's just start at top Pettis looked horrible.
2: Yeah, well, as soon as 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 soon as he didn't make weight, I, I backtracked on my, my pick. I was like, well, shit, he's done. Because, I mean, if you can't make 145 against Holloway, you're not going to beat him. And, and then he didn't look bad, and then he broke his hand. And I was like, oh, he's really done. He's going to get finished because he's not going to be able to defend himself. And Holloway just, he took advantage. Holloway's a man to beat. Um, I thought Pettis would do a lot better in the striking department. But, again, once he broke his hand, there was nothing he could do. Um, True.
1: He depends still way too much on the feet, which was my problem picking it. Like he he kicks too much. It's hard to outpoint people when you kick. It's hard to do damage when you kick. They're just not as accurate as punches. So even though he broke his hand, his hands were never really scary. His feet are always the scary part. I'm not sold on his. It at this point, people have caught up to that.
2: Well, I mean, your hands are. You need to defend yourself.
1: <laughs> like, oh yeah, so- I mean that is a huge point. Yeah, I guess getting hit on a broken hand all damn day isn't good.
2: Yeah, he he needed his he needed his hand to defend. Like he clearly couldn't defend himself anymore. He couldn't he couldn't throw a jab. And when Max realized that Pettis had hurt his hand because he wasn't fired anymore, it was a wrap. He took advantage of it. So the 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 where the where's uh, Jose Waldo campaign begins. And uh, you know, I'm I'm here for that match. I was here for the match before. Like I thought Holloway had already earned his right to fight Jose Aldo. But this is what it is him looking good against Pettis just made it. That much more desirable of a fight. Um now Aldo's out here claiming that it's gonna be at Brooklyn, and Holloway's like, eh, you pull out a lot of fights, as kind of calls people the pull out merchant, which is <laughs> called to be the pull out merchant. But um I, I kind of hope the fight does happen in Brooklyn. I just, you know, I know Holloway's talking about his, you know, his kid's birthday. I but I if, if Aldo's gonna be in the fight, Holloway will too. He'll get his ass back in the gym and he'll train to be featherweight champion.
1: Definitely. I mean, I just don't trust Jose Aldo.
2: Nobody does. He doesn't trust himself.
1: Yeah, like I, he's scheduled for two fights a year and he pulls out of one. That's just what he does at this point. I was on with Jordan Breen, uh, press row on Sure Dog, Sure Dog this week. And man, I was just like, I, I, I don't trust that he's going to make the fight. Until I see him there, I don't believe it. I, I just don't. And Brooklyn's the target. But even then, it's like, why Brooklyn? Like, Vegas would make more sense, right? The Anaheim card that they canceled would have made more sense. Who's the I draw mean, still for them in Brooklyn? Aldo's Brazilian. They don't travel to New York. Holly man. Holm is from the Southwest. She's not going to get a huge fan base traveling. Holloway's from Hawaii, which would have made great sense on the West Coast.
2: Hawaii's I mean, it's still $500 a $500 flight. <laughs> it's still a $500 yeah, I mean, flight. It ain't no cheap, it.
1: But it ain't New York. How many hours is that?
2: It's, I mean, Hawaii. to New York? Hawaii to New York, because Hawaii to Vegas is uh, uh, about five. five I just so that's 10. Something. Yeah, it's about 10 hours. Smooth
1: 10-hour so, flight. Like, no one's going, his fam, maybe, no one's flying to New York to see him. So I now mean, what do we have? And we have a Dutch fighter, which, okay, maybe gets a little bit of the diverse crowd in New York. But you're still not selling anyone.
2: It's the, the card will do. I mean, look, you do PBC cards at, in at Barclays. Like it's not the Garden, so it's not like you got to put Connor, or Wyman, or anybody no, else. No, but
1: they put guys from Philly. They put guys um, from New York. You know, they 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 do it very regional. They put Coto, who's Puerto Rican, on stuff. Not yeah, PBC, but like you know, in general.
2: But I mean, who else would you put on the card? I, as far as the title holders go, unless. Tyron Woodley and, and and Wonderboy are ready to go again. Can no, Do you do no. that one
1: again? I put Bisping on there. Because British people will travel right from Britain to New York, right?
2: Is he ready for Bisping to get killed?
1: Uh, okay, yes. He's going to get killed sooner or later. Right? But this is the spot where you put him. Because the British audience, probably they don't like him enough to travel to Vegas, which is the next logical card. Because he's not going to sit out more than, what, eight months or something. Fought in October. Yeah, so now why he'll would be back- Bisping... Fight in New York. It's closer to the British population.
2: It's possible. I'm sure. Let it's alone if trying it's against it a guy
1: out. like GSP, or if it's against a Diaz, someone who has name recognition. Even him versus be, Nick. I don't care. It'll
2: be against Romero. Right? Uh, it's gonna be against Romero.
1: I I feel like if if GSP wanted to come back and said I'm signing on the dotted line, I want that title shot. I don't want to cut weight. GSP gets it over Romero.
2: Yeah, but GSP's not coming back for a title.
1: I don't think so. I don't think he's coming back soon enough. Like, I, the negotiations aren't going well, in my opinion. So, um, but if it's against Romero, cool. Romero doesn't draw anywhere. But Bisping can get people out from Britain. So that just makes more sense to me than a guy from Hawaii on the East—like, put him on the East Coast. I know they don't care. Um, the UFC is at a point where they just say, we're new here. It's going to sell itself.
2: Yeah. I mean, whoever they put on this card, it's going to be fine— I mean, they, like I, they, <laughs> so they, much it, conviction.
1: It, it's gonna yeah. be fine.
2: The UFC, like we we've gotten so accustomed to Conor McGregor headlining a lot of these cards that we look at everybody else on a card and we go, eh, it's not going to be as good." Of course not. That's what the UFC did before Conor McGregor. They just put cards together, and they put and get great fights happen. So I'm not too concerned at who's headlining Barclays. I, I really don't care I, if it's title. If it's Aldo and, and Holloway. I'm fine with it, and I think UFC fans—they travel for McGregor, but they don't travel for really anybody else. <laughs> like nobody else really moves people like McGregor does. That nobody. That's
1: very true. Um, I mean, the Brazilians love Vegas, though.
2: Yeah, but I mean, like, but who they got? Who are they rooting for?
1: No, there's no one anymore. But I'm saying. Exactly. I saw, I saw a crazy amount of Brazilians once for like Vitor Belfort, who I guess is beloved down there. Damn near as yeah. much as Anderson Silva. So, but I mean, he bought him out. And I was like, yo, my Snapchat was lit that weekend. Cause there was just like nothing but half naked Brazilian chicks walking around. I was I was like twenty four at the time. I was in awe. You couldn't pick my jaw up from the floor. Might have been a Mandalay Bay. Good times back then. Good times. I miss Belfort. Then he yeah, TRT Belfort was the man. He was knocking people out with power. The Brazilian girls had their cakes out all over Vegas. It's good times, man. He yeah. just gotta fight. Gaslam's about to wash him. Um. Let's talk Gaslam. Good performance. Just bring this full circle. Two hundred six. Yeah. Um. I pick Gaslam. You pick Kennedy. Hey, there's ring rust, right?
2: Uh, man, Kennedy looked bad. Um.
1: And I, I still don't blame Tim Kennedy. By the way, everything you said about Tim Kennedy is right. To me, he was just set up to fail. He was a guy yeah. in camp all the way till November. Last second, he's told he can't fight. He's already started his weight cut process. He has to now keep the weight off or gain the weight back, go to camp for another four weeks, and then cut again. Against a completely different style of opponent, come on. He was set up for failure.
2: Yeah, and Gaston looked damn good in middleweight. On top of that, his hands look good. So, you know, um, Kenny just God. got beat the fuck up. <laughs> That's pretty much what happened. He got beat up. He's not the you only know, one he... on this card. No, he's not. But uh, yeah, he just got he got dragged out, man. And um, you know, it's not the end of for Tim Kennedy, but he's got to be more active. He's got to be more active, and yeah, it's through I think no fault of his own.
1: If he would have fought Rashad in NYC, I think he beats him.
2: Yeah, that's 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 the issue. It's through really no fault of his own. Being in camp that long, you do burn yourself out, um, and the weight cut becomes problematic because you're sitting you're sitting around in between trying to figure out where to go. So. Then you fight an, an active guy like Gastelum. It doesn't help matters any either. So there's that. And then you just get beat up. <laughs> and then you become the poster boy for why we need healthcare in the UFC because his face was fucked up.
1: Oh, yeah. Um,
2: Cowboy Cerrone,
1: Matt Brown. Matt Brown done?
2: He couldn't stop a head right?
1: kick. He's not
2: done, though. He'll he still took eight it. of them. Yes, yeah, the style Cerrone, though. Cerrone's head, head kicks to everybody. So I'm not... I'm not willing to say that Matt Brown's done unless he loses to somebody outside of the top 15, because all Brown is fighting is top 10 guys. True. So, I, you know, I'm not willing to sever ties with him yet. Um, and he hung in there as long as he could, and then he just ate shit from that head
1: <laughs> Yeah, that last one was dirty.
2: Yeah, it was filthy. So, I mean, at this point, with Cerrone, with a quick turnaround, he's jumping right back in there against Masvidal, which is a, a hell of a fight. Great People fight. Forget. Shit. People look at Masvidal like he's not good, but those split decision losses he has should have been victory. So it's like this could be this will be another great fight. Um, Was he turning himself around? Twenty one days, twenty days this 20 time. Twenty days, I think. That's ridiculous. This guy Cerrone just fights the fight. Um, can't be mad at him for it. He's gonna keep you entertained.
1: No, he gets he gets full month. I just looked at full month because Ronda's twenty days away from him from that yeah. card. So now he gets a month uh, like that something. Right. And then Korean Superboy. It's damn near the Korean zombie number two, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. I told you that Cub would beat him.
1: Cub, you were right. Uh the veteran aspect comes through, but man, he took an ass whooping like a man. That he yeah, took I, an ass whooping like a champ.
2: Look, Dude Choi looked, he looked great in that fight, but you know, people was like, oh, well, Cub you know, Cub's a gatekeeper. He's only lost to Frankie Edgar and Max Holloway <laughs> in in recent memory. And he lost to Jose Aldo. He's only lost to the best. And Joy was, was taking a big step up facing Cub Swanson. And those two put on a hell of a show. People are saying fight of the year. Not my fight of the year. Very close, though. This was a hell of a fight. That second round probably could be round of the year, though. That yeah, that was, that
1: was one hell of a round.
2: That, the, the, the punch that Cub hit, that Superman punch he hit him with towards the end of the round, that was ridiculous. You
1: know, when he laughs at him, like right after, he just smirks and laughs like, fuck you. Yeah, I can't believe he took that.
2: Yeah, um, he that, had... that was amazing.
1: I think he had a spinning back fist with like a, a wheel kick combo or some shit. Like his the stuff he was putting together was just insane. Cub threw everything at this kid and couldn't get him out of
2: there. Yeah, Cub's he's a very creative striker. And like, like I said, I've, you know, I mean, I spent a lot of time with Cub Swanson too. I did a documentary with him and with, for Jay Z's Life and Times, we spent like a week with him. Um, you know, he's a cool guy. He's not just a cool guy, but he's he's. He, you know, he was training with um, um, Timothy Bradley's boxing coach Diaz. He was—he's just a really good fighter, and he may never be champion, but he's always going to be, you know, a hell of a fight for anybody in that division. And Choi—he's just gonna—he just got to work. He'll be back. I mean, he moved up in the rankings and, and even though he lost, because that—that that kind of performance is ridiculous.
1: Yeah, no, that—he's just young. This is stuff that happens to young MMA fighters. Say it all the time. MMA is built for 30-year-olds, not 20-year-olds.
2: Yeah, and you know, a a great kickboxer, you just got to round out your game. That's all it is. Holloway. Look what Holloway did. He lost to Poirier and McGregor, and look what he's done since. Yep. Shit happens.
1: Um, All right, let's go. UFC on Fox, previews. Let's just go quick, straight down the card. A couple words about a fight if you want, but uh, we'll make it fast. We have Juban
2: versus Perry. Mike Perry by knockout. Perry's 9-0 with 9 knockouts. Why wouldn't I pick him by knockout?
1: That's very very true. I'll take Perry as well by knockout. Uh, fi- Faber versus Pickett.
2: Faber's this is swan song. Um, he's still Uriah Faber. You know, Jim Rivera was a, a tough fight for him. I'm picking Uriah Faber, and and uh, kudos to him, man. I've, I've talked to Uriah for a long time, and I, you know, I'm glad he's going out on his you know on his own merit in front of his hometown crowd. He's done a lot for the sport.
1: Definitely. Um, uh, I'll go. Damn, Brad Pickett. I don't know. Faber's kind of falling off. I'll give Faber the swan song though. Uriah by submission. Fuck it. If you go out, right? You go out in alpha male style. Q-t. Um, North Cup versus Gall, i would say straight up, Sage is gonna kick his face off. Mickey, for all purposes, is still an amateur. Sage has fought real UFC fighters. Gall has fought a guy on some regional promotion. He then fought um mike jackson and then cm punk no one is ufc caliber in his resume so even though he's a good fighter and he's talented he's not north sage is going to kick his face off face off
2: yeah i'm picking north as well for those those very reasons i mean Gaul is a great a better wrestler um he may have a better ground game we don't really know because gall has been pretty much up against punching bags so it's it's is a different kind of fighter um and we just, both of them are still young. I think both of these guys are going to be around way after this fight. And they may meet again sometime down the line. But this, this on this fight, on this night, um, the longer the fight stays standing, and I think Gaul's going to think he's a lot better on his feet than he really is, he might learn a lesson on, on getting your face kicked off.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, PVZ versus Karate Hottie.
2: Oh, this is a this is a tough-ass fight to pick. I'm going to go with Van Zant. As much as I like Watterson, um, I just think that Van Zandt's wrestling may be the difference in this fight. Uh, her it. grounded, Yeah, go ahead. Her, You know, as I say, her grounded pound is a, has gotten much better. Being with Team Alpha Male, she's, she's just really a tough fighter. But, you know, Watterson's better on the feet. So this is a really—I really, really I mean, we're splitting hairs here. So I'm going to take Van Zandt, but barely. I'm
1: going to take Paige as well, only because activity, like you pointed out earlier. Um— Watterson just, she hasn't fought enough lately for me. I just can't pick her in confidence. The skills are there. Obviously, you mentioned Team Alpha Male. Watterson trains down in New Mexico. Like, we know about that camp, right? So, um, the teams and the instruction and the corners, they're both going to be great. It just comes down to Paige has fought a lot more recently. Higher level competition. Um, I I just got to give Paige the nod. I wouldn't be surprised if Michelle won, though. But I'm giving it to
2: Paige. no, not at all.
1: Um, before we take yep, a really good. quick break, your boy John Jones submission underground two taps Hendo calls out in. Your thoughts? He
2: weighed 236 pounds. He um, was
1: mad that, out of shape. He looked flabby though, right?
2: Well, I mean, he just looked big. You know, he didn't have to cut weight. That's this how John Jones looks on the regular. Heavyweight's not too far away. That's that's this is all I see when I look at him. Is like heavyweight is not too far away. He, he may come back and take the title back, and then after that, he's going to be a heavyweight.
1: Only if a small guy has the belt. He's already made that clear. He ain't I mean, trying to not... fight the Lesners. He's trying to fight, you know, the, the... the Kane. The No, I, I mean, by that time, I fully expect Kane to be champion. which not good... we all? Yeah, which <laughs> paints a good narrative, right? Like, that means John Jones beats up on DC to take the title, and then he runs through. I mean, then it's a matchup with Kane.
2: Yeah, this is what I mean, the heavyweight division, the champions are all relatively small. Like there's there's no big I mean, Kane beat up Brock Lesnar. Hmm. Since then, you know, who is like, who are the big heavyweights?
1: There's no monsters. I mean, we see uh, like Derek Lewis is. That's it.
2: Like, yeah, and, and Derek didn't even look good in his fight on Friday night. So
1: no, but Derek has another fight, which is he's got crazy. Travis
2: Brown, which I'm, I'm here. I'm, yeah, I'm here to see that. that, that that's <laughs> they're just setting this lot. guy
1: up to have a lot of brain damage in the future.
2: Yeah, yeah possibly. And, and Tavares is just going to gonna
1: be like, "Hey, stand up with him." It's going to be like, "Oh shit." Yeah.
2: yeah,
1: all bad. Um. Yeah. So shout out to the Black Beast. Uh, keep climbing the rankings. He's pissed after every fight he doesn't get an early knockout. So we'll see where John Jones will go after this. We're going to go to a quick break, come back, talk a little bit of boxing, and then get right into WWE. So stay tuned. Listen up. Because we need help putting out the show that you love for free every week, giving it free to the people, now we know nobody likes filling out surveys, but we really need you to do it. It won't take you more than five minutes, and besides helping out the show, you'll be entered for a chance to win a $100 iTunes gift card. You know what I can do with $100 on iTunes? I'm living life large on iTunes with that, and you guys get that just for helping us out. We know some of you may have already done surveys like this in the past, but we really need you to log in and fill this thing out as accurately as possible.
2: Yeah, man. I mean, once we know more about you, we'll be able to deliver the show and the sponsors you dream about. Finding sponsors who are a good fit means we get to give you the deals and information, the brands you care about while keeping this show free to enjoy every week. Free to enjoy every week. It means you don't have to pay to subscribe for nothing. All right? And if you don't care about helping us and making the show better, do it for the chance to win a free iTunes or Amazon.com gift card. Right. You know, like, do it for free. Do it for the gifts. And if there's not, you know, just think about it. If there's not that many of you doing it, there's a better chance to win. So please, Do us this solid and go to thecornersurvey.com. Once again, that's thecornersurvey.com. Do that. Keep the lights on for us. Let us cater to what you need. You know, you can tell us what you like and what you don't like, and then we can keep it all funky and knock this thing out.
1: I know the Corner Club got our back. You guys are going to fill out that survey. We're going to get more ads. We're going to be bringing you this for free for a long, long time. So shout out to y'all. What up, everybody? We are back once again. Thanks for filling out those surveys. Much appreciated. We got a ton of them rolling in. You guys are doing your job. Good looks. Time to talk boxing. Um, I'm going to speed through boxing a little bit. But there was some good stuff. I'm not starting with the good stuff. Don't. I always start with some off-the-wall stuff, right? Uh, Mayweather trolls McGregor on IG. Andreas, you keep telling me it ain't going to happen.
2: It's not happening.
1: The trash talk I mean,
2: continues. It doesn't matter. It's not going to happen. I mean... Floyd likes to stay relevant, so he's gonna stay relevant. I mean, if somebody's gonna say, like, if I'm retired, right, and I got like two hundred million dollars, or actually like nine hundred million dollars in my bank account, I'm gonna talk shit. And I mean, I'm about to be forty, so I'm not really concerned with fighting you, unless unless there's a way that we can really do this, and there's there's I can make more money than I've ever made in my entire life, like, and then some. Yeah, well then that then it happens. But right now. Still not happening. I mean he's gonna he's gonna continue to troll McGregor. So I don't care. <laughs> I, I dude I really do. I don't Giving it no this,
1: credence. I love like, it. I love it. Stand stand by care. your logic. Yeah. You're you're too smart to get wrangled into that nonsense. Um Terrence Crawford arrested.
2: Yeah. First of all, he destroyed John Molina. He did what he was supposed to do this past weekend. And then uh, he served ninety days for stealing his own car back from the car dealership. I mean, Which that shit ain't stealing. Shop. If well, I pay you to
1: repair my stuff, I can take it whenever the hell I want.
2: Well, no, not by law. Not by law out there out there in Nebraska. You can't take it down from the lift. Once you take it out, once it's on the hydraulic lift, it is not it's, it's not their property, but it's on it's on their property. So, and it, he damaged the hydraulic clip to take his car back. So, he's so gonna serve 90 days in jail. It sucks. But, uh, you know, just learn how to be black. That's all.
1: So. <laughs> being <laughs> just black just, in Nebraska ain't easy, man.
2: It is, being black easy. in America. Look, if Dylan Roof just got, you know, they found Dylan Roof guilty, like he, this a white dude shot black people in a church and they found him guilty. It's that, and it, and they make it seem like it's a big surprise. Like, Dude, he did everything wrong, and he admitted to it. But no other white person—like, cops kill black people all day and nothing happens to him. Terrence Crawford pulled a car off a hydraulic lift. He's going to do 90 days. So being black in America is all about. Just wait for Trump to get in office, buddy. Might get worse.
1: No. <laughs> Word. He's lucky. He's lucky he did it now while Listen Barack to. is still there. Lord knows what he would have got after that um six. another person with a great performance this weekend anthony joshua i had it in three rounds he did it in two
2: yeah did i say two i think i said two
1: it was close i know i think you gave it six you gave no, it a while I, you gave it a while did i give it six yeah gave, you gave it a while
2: well so I then like, i gave it six well whatever i gave it he he beat that so uh best heavyweight in boxing right now um i don't know who beats him he's fighting klitschko uh, that, that'll be his toughest test. People say Deontay Wilder, but I keep arguing with people like Deontay Wilder is a little bit too unpolished and still raw for me. Like if you look at the Wilder's fight with Molina versus Joshua's fight with Molina, two completely different fights. Like Joshua's discipline is, is he's an Olympic boxer, dude. Like best heavyweight, weight period. He'll be a superstar after he, he beats Klitschko. I think he beats Klitschko. I'm not hundred percent positive because Klitschko and that long ass jab is still problematic for a lot of people.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, his output isn't good enough to take rounds, right?
2: It, dude, it really depends. Like, look at Klitschko fights when people engage with him. Like, Tyson Fury was just a different kind of fighter. He was. He, they shared the same type size and height, and Fury just kind of negated things that Klitschko wanted to do. Klitschko does everything off of the jab. Everything that Klitschko, it starts and ends with the jab. If he can't fire off the jab, it's different. Josh was smaller, so Klitschko's going to get those opportunities to jab. And if Josh was going to engage, Klitschko gets the opportunities to counter. So I'm not going to say that Josh was just going to come out there and watch Klitschko. I'm just curious how Klitschko's going to look. This would be. How old is Klitschko now? He's old as shit.
1: He has to be 38, 39.
2: He's up there. So.
1: Penny is keeping him young, though.
2: Yeah. Yeah, she is. I'm telling um, you.
1: That guy, he's, he's yeah. all right.
2: But, uh, he's living I think life Josh- right now. Yeah, Anthony Joshua is the future of boxing. Um, I'm, I'm kind of surprised that this fight's happening so early, but, you know, good. Good for boxing. They need to stop waiting and just put guys in there now and see what happens.
1: Yes, that's very true. Um, we saw a guy get in there right now. Charlo took the test against J-Rock. I thought J-Rock was going to win. It looked pretty good early. It, it was close charlo you know was hitting some clean shots but j-rock had the output and then it was turn out the lights real Man, quick that uppercut I have, was dirty
2: i have to apologize to jamal charlo because yeah i thought this was going to be a fight that was going to be competitive early and then j-rock would have taken over late due to output doing a little bit more discipline but jamal charlo looked really really good and at this point if, if, if Canelo's going to pussyfoot foot round at 154, he should fight Jamal Charlo. I want to see that fight. After this performance, I really want to see that fight. Jamal Charlo looked excellent. J-Rock, this probably ruined his career. No. Yeah, he's going to be like Tony Harrison. Like the Guys like him, you get knocked out like that, you don't really come back the same. That chin, the, the chin doesn't come back. That, I, I think this knockout is going to really... Like, and I use Tony Harris as a perfect example, because I was big on Tony Harrison, too. Out of Crown Gym, Detroit, heavy-handed, was knocking people out. And then plus, you got to look at what Julian Williams was doing. He wasn't fighting anybody on the caliber of Charlo. He was looking good against not-so-good competition. So, you know, if he's going to step up and fight elite competition, this might be what happens to him moving forward.
1: Yeah, no. Wait, one Charlo does not end a career. You can fight the other Charlo and damn near beat him.
2: Mm, knockouts like that can end your career, and not end your career, ruin your career. Like you might be an ESPN boxer after this.
1: Damn! Like, this, what a quick fall. Nah, I'm not giving up on him already. It, it was one fight. It was against a very good fighter.
2: The problem is, is that J Rock just got exposed by a step up in competition. What do you do from here? You can't fight middle in competition after this. You fought Charlo, you got beat. But if
1: Charlo's the top on the rung, how about you fight the third or fourth guy? But is he the
2: top? In 154, like, I mean, 154, right? 154 is loaded. Like, Bubu Andrade, uh, Andrade is, is, is probably one of the best 154s, period. Like, mm-hmm. like, there is some talent at 154. Canelo
1: not included, because I don't count Canelo as a 154 pound fighter. He only fights no. guys at 147 at catch weights.
2: But the only fights you're going to care about moving forward for Julian Williams is if he fights top five competition. And I don't know if he beats him.
1: He just just can't get knocked out. How about that? He can fight them, compete. He damn near might win. Just don't get knocked out again.
2: Yeah, I I don't know, man. Like I said, a knockout like that, when you're talking all that shit, too, it's not a good look, man. Your ego gets damaged real quick.
1: I feel like we have one more fight. I can't find it. My notes are all over the place. That was all the fights from last weekend?
2: Uh, Abner cool-
1: and Oh, okay. Once again, another good fight. I didn't see this one. I didn't watch it. I don't know. I spaced out. I forgot it was after. it. I saw uh, Charlo knock out J-Rock, and I turned off my TV.
2: No, Abner looked good. Like I said on Twitter, uh, all I can think about is Vasiliy Lomachenko just beating up everybody in that weight class and three others around. it. So, Abner looked good, though. I have to give it to him. He did what I thought he was going to do, which was I point him, outwork him. He has a lot more dog in him than most, so... Um,
1: i like abner a as a fight, fighter man. too yeah so that no great to hear damn i gotta go back and watch that fight there was just so much boxing and i watched ufc and everything else i i was bound to miss something um Dude, i
2: watched like eight hours of like fast forwarding through stuff like trying to in between rounds like i was watching ufc on my phone and i had boxing on my tv it was ridiculous oh it was crazy trying to pay attention to everything
1: Crazy, crazy weekend for fights. Um, we're going to take a break and then come back and talk a little bit of WWE before we get out of here. Some major news actually broke, so we'll talk about that and our feelings on it. The UK is getting the spotlight. So you guys, quick word from our sponsor. We'll be right back. All right, everybody. Before we continue to talk more combat sports, we've got to give another thanks to Casper mattresses. Casper mattresses combine two technologies, springing latex foam and supportive memory foam to create an award-winning sleep surface. Have y'all ever slept on memory foam? It's like floating on air. It's that great. And this is how we get our sleep. So you guys make sure that you check it out. Casper mattresses are made in the USA and have free shipping and returns to the US and Canada. Shout out to the great North. You can buy your Casper mattress easy online and it's completely risk free.
2: Look, dude, you spend like a third of your life sleeping, and Casper understands the importance of trying out a mattress before you commit. Look, so if you aren't satisfied with the Casper mattress, you got a 100-day period. Yeah, that's right, 100 days. You know, like, 100 days of sleeping? By, by about that time, I think I know if I like my mattress. So get a Casper mattress for $500 for a twin or $950 for a king size. And you can save an additional $50 towards your Casper mattress by going to casper.com, backslash the corner, and entering the promo code the corner. That's Casper.com backslash the corner promo code the corner to save $50 towards a Casper purchase terms and conditions apply. Look again, man, I like to sleep and these things are for real.
1: All right, we are back talking wrestling and this week, you know, it's been a decent week of wrestling. We're gearing up for our corner podcast awards and it's hard to kind of weed stuff down, but shout out to you, Andreas. And champions, I checked out the article on AJ Styles today. If you guys haven't read it, make sure you guys go over there or just hit up Andreas' Twitter feed. It's on there. And AJ Styles, why he had the best WWE rookie year of all time. Yeah. And that's one hell of a statement, considering The Undertaker came in and watched Hulk Hogan. Um, Also won the title in his rookie year. And then we had Brock Lesnar's rookie year.
2: But none of them were putting on four and four and a half star matches the way that AJ Styles did this year. None of them, Agreed. not even close.
1: Agreed. <laughs> um, even though back then I don't, I'm not sure where the premium was for that high level wrestling. Um, Brock has no excuse, but Taker wise, I'm not sure if that was the emphasis.
2: Well, Taker was, uh, I mean, he was more character based than anything else. Like Taker didn't start having great matches until way later in his career like, well, not Wayland. I'll, I'll say, like, 1999, it started getting a little bit better. Like, his, like people are like his WrestleMania matches. They were trash for a, a while. Like, Undertaker had some really shitty WrestleMania matches. Um, So his, like, rookie year in the WWE with him winning the title, was, it was more character-based. Lesnar, you know, it was like Goldberg. It was like, you know, you got guys that come in, they're, they're not putting on great performances. They're great characters. AJ Styles is a great character, but he's the best performer in the business as well. Easily. And he's consistently put put on nothing. He has not put on a shitty match yet. Not a single one.
1: I really I mean, don't like that Jericho Mania match. And that's crazy that to me his worst match of the year was at Mania.
2: Yeah, but I mean, was that bad?
1: No, it wasn't bad. By, by the <laughs> standards of everything else we've seen. Let, listen, I saw that WrestleMania main event match. That shit was bad.
2: Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> that wasn't fun.
1: H versus Roman was horrible.
2: No, nah, it wasn't fun.
1: AJ Styles, but, on the other hand, I can't complain. Like if, if we're comparing it to that, all right, it was better than the WrestleMania main event.
2: Yeah, but, but, but out I mean,
1: of all his pay per view matches this year, probably my least favorite.
2: I mean, yeah. it just look at everything he's done. The TLC matches, matches with Ambrose. You look at the Cena matches. Like people forget, the Cena matches were ridiculous. Um, he came in at the Royal Rumble, and then he, his momentum never really slowed down. Like. If you look at his 2016 as a whole, it started at Wrestle Kingdom against Nakamura.
1: Which is crazy it, because he's had probably the best calendar year, right? That yeah, To me, that's a five-star match. Okay, you know, true. shout out to Meltzer. I respect him. And he gave Okada versus Tanahashi the five-star for that night. And I think this one got a four and a half. Mm-hmm. And to me, it was just like he doesn't want to give out two fives on the same night. Like, I had that feeling. Because I enjoyed it as soon as I watched it. We were on the podcast, like, a couple days later. I was stuck in Kansas City. I was tight. I was in a snowstorm. I was like, yo, Wrestle Kingdom saved me that weekend. Because I was literally, like, just running around angry as hell. But I watched Wrestle Kingdom, like, three times. And I always left. Every time, Styles Nakamura was the best match that night.
2: Yeah. I mean, it really was. And I'm going to go back and watch it. Over at Champions, we're gonna do our year-end list of best matches and stuff. But I need to see it again. But it's just AJ Styles; he just never slowed down. He, he started off on fire and it just never stopped. He made Roman Reigns look like a, a million bucks, and with the, that feud, and even though he lost, like even when he was losing, he still looked great. So, you know, he's gonna end the year facing Dolph Ziggler, and which will probably be another great match. And even though he lost to James Ellsworth, it just it doesn't matter. He's had the best rookie year I think I've ever seen in pro wrestling.
1: Yeah, in my mind, once again, other pro wrestling promotions live off of pay-per-views, right? Or special events. So the week-to-week doesn't really count for them. The WWE is on a much larger scale, so we judge them by their week-to-week as well, which is unfair. To me, it's what you do at the pay-per-views. And people might you know, disagree. We've seen Sasha versus Charlotte have their best match on a Monday Night Raw, right? We saw John Cena last year, to me, who could have been wrestler of the year, have his best stuff on the Open Challenges on Monday Night Raw. So I understand when you take that into account. But I do not take people down on the ladder for what they do on the week-to-week to further a story. So AJ Styles losing to Ellsworth is like, okay, whatever. Because when it comes to the pay-per-view, he's delivering.
2: Yeah, he's consistently delivered, and it, I mean it's nonstop delivery. So uh, who's who's, had a, who's a better performer than him? Like he's no, carried SmackDown. He made like
1: Roman Reigns look great.
2: Yeah, he makes everybody look great. I mean, you know, even the, the brief stint tag team with Jericho, that was fun for a minute. You know, it's everything he's done has been top notch. And the best is yet to come, and he's, what, 38 years old? I mean, come on, man. This guy's amazing.
1: He has a smooth five years in him. And he we got to appreciate it while it's here. Um, he's currently injured, though, a little banged up. They're yeah. just giving him some well-needed time off, which is cool, heading into the Rumble, because they don't have another pay-per-view before Rumble. You don't really have to build anything. No. Um, He doesn't have to defend his title, because there's no clear number one contender, right? The Miz is getting a shot. Um, according to the, what this SmackDown thing said, like, okay, the Miz is just, you're rewarding him for being just a great character.
2: Wait, when is it, when they said the Miz was getting a shot?
1: I thought it was this week on SmackDown.
2: No, uh, that's, that's Dolph Ziggler. Oh, Ziggler, Ziggler won the, excuse uh, me. Yeah, yeah Ziggler.
1: Ziggler's not beating him.
2: No, of course not. Ziggler won the third four away.
1: Yeah, Miz is in, uh, with Ambrose now. They just, yeah, kind of flopped. Yeah. Whatever.
2: They don't really have, <laughs> there's nowhere for anybody to really go in and and fuck you Monday Night Raw for teasing us with a Sami Zayn trade, you piece of shit.
1: How great was that shit for a second? Ugh, um, I was
2: pissed. I fully expect
1: him to move over after the Strowman shit blows over. Um, I don't know why they can't weaken Strowman yet, right? While we're talking about it,
2: um, I don't think so because they both I... need
1: it. They like to be honest. They both need
2: it. Well, see, my problem with this this is is that. The match is a 10-minute time limit, so there's a way to keep them both strong. Like they've, they've given the match an out from the beginning. Like, Sami Zayn, he just has to last 10 minutes. He doesn't have to win.
1: So he just got to get his ass whooped. Occasional offense, but be too tough to quit and get knocked out in 10 minutes.
2: Yeah, like, he just has to survive 10 minutes. Like, once they put a 10-minute stipulation on the match, I was like, well, they found a way to keep Braun Strowman from losing. That's all they did. Um, I'm down and with hitting if they're heading towards a Braun Strowman-Roman Reigns match at WrestleMania, whatever. I don't care. It gives Roman something to do.
1: Yeah, I don't care. As long as he's not in the main event, man. He can have whatever else he wants. Right. Um, New Day break the record on Raw.
2: For a minute there, I thought they were going to lose it. But, you I know, thought so, too. Wh- and the match wasn't bad. No, the match wasn't bad. It's, it's about time the New Day had a good match. They've been stuck in these shitty matches. But now... They're wrestling a Cesaro and Sheamus at roadblock, and it makes me wonder, well, is this time for Cesaro and Sheamus to take the strap off of them, or do the New Day just kind of carry the spell for a little bit longer and make this this record almost unbeatable?
1: I think they go a little longer, um, at least till Rumble. I think whoever shakes out at the Royal Rumble is is um, who takes the titles. I, I'm not sure why. I think New Day still finds a way to go over um Cesaro and Sheamus to me have proven to be a good tag team their chemistry is pretty good but to me they're still two guys thrown together so it's how much do you really want to put on them um they're not faces they're not heels necessarily they're in a weird spot so I I don't know who they set up necessarily to come take the belts either so given them the belts really has no fluidity I, I would say the New Day would continue to carry those Interesting to see how, you know, Cesaro and Sheamus factor into a different aspect of the company, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, yeah, so I'm not sure. It could be a, a very good setup for what I think is to come in the WWE, and I think Cesaro and Sheamus lose again. Um Bro. Yeah, so what else do we have this week? We have Roadblock coming up? Yeah. This weekend. <laughs> hey, pay-per-view every other weekend, man. Don't sound tired. It's tired. <laughs> we got the batteries in our back. There's always another pay-per-view. Sar- Charlotte and Sasha, Iron Woman match, has the headline, right? I'm assuming. There's no confirmation
2: no. in this. No. They're probably going to go with uh, Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens. You got two champions facing each other.
1: A 30-minute match isn't the headliner?
2: I don't think they're going to do it again. If they did it with Hell in a Cell. I don't think they'll do it again.
1: All right. Fair enough. But that's shitty. Um... <laughs> No, I mean it is, right? Yeah, they it they is. deserve to headline it. I'm not sure. It it's just one of those matches with a stipulation. It's hard as hell to put it in the beginning. Like I feel like it's a downer after that.
2: Yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it's tough. I don't know how this, this pay per view is gonna be paced, but well, I don't know. We'll see.
1: Listen, they've done a good job so far. Um pre show Big Cast versus Rusev.
2: I do not care. Uh, ah, no. This is a stupid feud. This is dumb. It made Enzo look weaker than weak. Um, Rusev deserves better. That's all.
1: So does Enzo and Cass. Um, I'll take Cass. Sure. Next. We have New Day versus Cesaro and Sheamus. Like, we talked about that. I think the New Day win.
2: Yeah, I'm going to pick the New Day to win. I'm just curious if they're going to pull the trigger because usually when they break a record, they're quick to switch the title right after. But I don't think they'll do it this time. And that's too predictable.
1: Strowman versus
2: Zane. You know, Strow- Zayn will last, but Strowman will look strong in okay, the process.
1: I have Strowman actually winning. Um, Swan versus Perkins versus Kendrick, which actually should be a pretty good match. And unlike you,
2: I kind of like uh, 205 Live. Two of five off this past week was actually pretty good.
1: But they um, had better wrestlers on. That's that's also the key. So the first week, they let off with the guys we didn't see too often. And it was like, there's a reason we don't see them too often. I'm sorry, yeah. but I don't want to see the Bollywood boys. No. um, mm. You know, but now that they're bringing in the other guys, it's like, okay, these are the guys we like in the CWC.
2: Yeah. They, you know, Jack Gallagher is like, he's he's a guy that unquestionably has the most charisma out of everybody there. Um, and it's probably the most fun to watch, most unique. But, uh, yeah, I mean, 205 a is better. It's still, it just feels like, dude, okay, Jerry's coming back. Great. Um, why is Neville in – where are Neville, Sincar, and Khalid? Like, why are they not here? Somebody's explain this shit to me.
1: I don't know. They should be bought down. Austin Aries looks like when he comes back from injury, he's going to insert himself in that division, and that will be his ticket to the main roster. Um, I fully expect Aries to be the champion, Cruiserweight champion, come WrestleMania time.
2: Oh, hell yeah. Like, Austin Aries is, he's, I mean, I don't want to say he's been completely underutilized, but.
1: No, I, greatest, I like... Yeah, the greatest man to ever lived. He brings character. That's what they need. He
2: does. Um, they, they need characters on that show. Him
1: versus Cedric Alexander, with Alexander being the ultimate babyface would be great. Yeah. Like, I want to see Austin Aries take Foxy from him and he just, pranks, like, look. parade Foxy around.
2: Like, he probably could in real life. Like he was
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just snatching. Um, Sasha versus Charlotte. I say Sasha finally gets the win at a pay per view.
2: I think so, too. Um, you didn't pick a winner of the Cruiserweight match, so who are you picking?
1: Oh, shit. I did not. Um, I'll give Swan to retain. Let
2: me give Swan to retain, too. I don't think he needs to start moving his title around so goddamn much.
1: Shout out to the Black Excellence picture by Big E. Yeah,
2: got some white people pissed off. Sorry for you. <laughs> so white people got mad at Biggie put black excellence with all these black people having titles. Sorry, man. Can we do anything? We'll be happy about it? Damn,
1: we can't celebrate
2: anything anymore. Yeah, y'all, y'all got Trump, man. Chill out.
1: <laughs> right? Let us, ha- let us have the titles at least. God. Um, Jericho versus Rollins. Mind you, Jericho's about to go on a tour with Fozzie. So the number one character on Raw is about to be out.
2: It's amazing, man. It's amazing what Jericho has done. Like, I've been, I've been singing his praises for the past, since after WrestleMania, pretty much. Um, you have,
1: you have. You were high on him, even coming out of WrestleMania.
2: And yeah. I was like, like, what? And hey, you were right. And and now if he's going on tour with Fozzie, apparently he's going to have to lose to Rollins. But I'm just really confused. I hope this is a ruse where Jericho uh, gets destroyed, but helps Kevin Owens retain the title. But, man... The, dude, I can't believe how soft they've made Kevin Owens look as a champion. This is really, like, hey, they've made him look really bad as champion. And he's yeah. not going to go over clean against Roman Reigns, which is gonna be really troublesome because that means his, his whole title reign has been like a bunch of hijinks. He, he wins nothing clean.
1: Yeah, I, I think he we will get to that next, I guess. Um, this match, Chris Jericho versus Seth Rollins, I have it being a decent match, pretty good. I have Triple H costing Seth Rollins the match.
2: Is he only going to start that this early?
1: This is when we see Triple H. Because Triple H has been in his his name the entire time, right? Been in his mouth, been in his mouth. I want Triple H. I want Triple H. Out of the blue. After not mentioning him since the Kevin Owens thing. Triple H H comes out, beats him up here. Triple H came back when last year? Roadblock.
2: Yeah, but the roadblock was in February.
1: It was in February. Same pay-per-view, though. I would say... Triple H comes out now, cost Seth Rollins the t- championship, you have Rumble, which is a good spell through, and then right after Rumble, they gear up for their WrestleMania build.
2: Yeah, I don't think we see Triple H here. Last year, we saw Triple H win the Royal Rumble to take the, t- the title from Roman Reigns. That's when we fought, first saw Triple H, and then right. he wrestled Dean Ambrose at Roadblock. Here, I don't see Triple H showing up at Roadblock, because this is kind of one of those pay-per-views, that I feel like the is putting together, but don't expect a lot to happen. Like, Road to WrestleMania starts at the Royal Rumble. And whether Triple H caused uh, Seth Rollins the title opportunity at the Royal Rumble, that's when we'll probably see him because the big moments need to happen there. I don't think we need to see him right now. Uh, Then Rollins wins clean. (laughs) Yeah, I I think Seth Rollins wins wins clean. I think he puts himself in position to... I don't know what he's going to do, actually. He's already wrestled Kevin Owens. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know. But, um... He'll be in there somewhere, but uh, yeah, I think he gets over on Jericho clean, and somehow all this stuff has to play into the Jericho Owens uh, relationship. And if, if Jericho's gonna be on tour, I guess we're gonna get Kevin Owens and Jericho at WrestleMania. Um,
1: possibly. You are not going to like my next prediction.
2: You're gonna pick Roman Reigns to beat Kevin Owens? I'm not. Oh, okay.
1: I'm going to pick Kevin Owens to win. As a cowardly champion, once again. Um, but you are not going to like it because it's going to ruin our weekend. Here in two days. If The fans listening, they don't know yet. But we are going to NXT Las Vegas on Saturday. It should be a dope show. Um, we get to see everything uh, glorious with the rude entrance and Nakamura. One person we are not going to see is Samoa
2: Joe. Uh, you're saying Samoa Joe's going to come out.
1: Samoa Joe is going to cost Roman Reigns the championship and be inserted immediately into a rivalry with Roman Reigns for the U.S. title that he will win.
2: Yeah, I don't think that's happening. I, I, like, I don't think I, we're going to see Joe to, the to his back. Yeah, but I just don't think we're again. I, I think this is a pay per view where not much happens.
1: Oh, I, I like, think it's it's the mix up, especially with the brand split. Hey, you, you don't have as much time. The Rumble. Is great, but they you have to showcase both talents, both sides of the equation. So if you want direct, raw storylines, you either start them now or the week after, which only gives you a short build.
2: Yeah. Nope, I don't see it happen. I don't see Samoa Joe coming out. Nope, and he just
1: it. lost to Nakamura again in a cage match. Joe's gone, man.
2: Yeah, he's gone, but I don't think he's showing up at roadblock. He could, I just don't think it's happening.
1: I think he's a perfect foil to Roman Reigns.
2: I hope he kills Roman Reigns. But That's what everyone just,
1: will hope. Everyone will Joe.
2: I just kind of feel like they're going to work towards a Braun Strowman-Roman Reigns feud, not Samoa Joe. Could be wrong, but Could that's be. what I think is going to happen.
1: That's not bad. Um, yeah, I don't— Kevin Owens wins. I'd be damned if Roman Reigns wins.
2: Well, yeah, Kevin Owens has to hold on to the title until the Royal Rumble at the very least.
1: Yes. Uh, all right, let's talk about the last little bit of news before we get out of here. WWE announced UK tournament in January. Um, details really weren't announced yet, but Nigel McGuinness from ROH, he quit like yesterday. It was really like a week ago, and now he's in WWE. The rumors were there, but damn, this is quick. Yeah. Um, good for him. Yeah, good for him. It's the come up, right? Um, good for the WWE. Triple H has his eye on indie talent. He's going to get people who know indie talent. Um... So Nigel comes over. He's going to spearhead this tournament. Details haven't been released. I'll be surprised if it's all European people.
2: I won't. Rev Pro is pretty big overseas. Um, I actually just started watching Rev Pro, too, where Skrull and Osprey came from. And, you know, you see guys like Jack Gallagher. And there's a lot of talent over there at Rev Pro. So they might be using Rev Pro. I can't remember the other damn company. There's there's a few places that I figured that— The one where Finn is? Yeah. Yeah. so I, I, would, I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if this is an all-UK tournament. Europe's pretty fucking big. <laughs> so It I'm, is, I'm but to have sure. a
1: champion that has to be from Europe is kind of fucking weird.
2: Yeah, it could happen. It's just global expansion.
1: All right, we shall see. The belt is dope, though.
2: Yeah, the belt is pretty dope.
1: Um, so that's the new wave. Are you excited for the Hardys? TNA? Deletion?
2: No, I'm never excited for anything TNA does. But I'll be watching.
1: All right. We're going to watch that. Hopefully. (laughs) Listen, if it's super dope, we got to lead next week's show with it. Yeah, it's true. Um, So that's our show for today. I got to go just rub Vicks all over my throat and shit because I'm Puerto Rican and Vicks cures all. Um, Thank you guys for listening. It's a quick show. Thanks, Andreas, for taking time out of his busy-ass schedule so we can finally link up between me being sick and him being the most in-demand man in journalism. This shit gets difficult sometimes. But we bring Mm -hmm. you guys the content because we love you as fans. Indeed. So make sure you guys follow us on all social media. Me at Kel Dansby.
2: You know where to find me.
1: (laughs) The show at The Corner LSN on all platforms. Next week, we are going to be gearing up for our specialty episode, which uh, might actually come out right after Christmas because I'm trying to get mad hip-hop talent together. So that actually takes time, people, time. I don't want to rush it. I want you to hear this greatness for our ciphers. Um, We're not going to half-ass it. And plus, there's mad stuff still left in the year, which is crazy. So our end-of-the-year show will be on the Tuesday, the last Tuesday in December. Next week, we'll have a normal show for you guys. So stay tuned. Thanks for the support. But for now, we're out. Peace.
3: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why?